we're sipping. Okay, I'm gonna, actually, this is the opener. Are we ready? Yeah, I'm which, talking. Which one are you doing? The oh, lighter. The, the lighter, yeah. The lighter. So. I'm curious if you think. You smell. Know what it is. No, sw no. Swirl. swirl. Oh, are we gonna? No, we can't swish. In your mouth? That when you, do you drink you, it? You sw yeah, okay, so swirl, smell, sip. Swish. Swish. <laughs> and then swallow. Swishing was oh, happening Oh, I'm getting notes of, of um, caramel color. That's solid description. So um, out of very, very curious, for, for everyone listening who has no idea what just happened, uh, we, right. we have some energy drinks in our oh, yes. cup right now. Uh, Sasha, are you an energy drinker yourself? Before I ask you the question that I want to ask. It's a beautiful mm -hmm. segue, Tim Rossi. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> I, uh, no, I'm not. Okay. I absolutely do am you, not. What do you think that tastes like, based on just the cans, then, that you've seen in stores? <laughs> it coats my mouth in quite a lot of sugar. I think that this might be Red Bull. I used to drink Red Bull with alcohol in my heyday. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> not this weekend, not this past weekend in Vegas, no. but before. Um, and this tastes like Red Bull to it, me. It's one 100% Red Bull as the self-proclaimed energy drink. That's crazy that you know that. Here. like <laughs> Immediately. So, like with so much conviction. Well, it's, it's funny the... I, the five S's from like wine tasting was mm -hmm. fully a joke, but that from helped. smelling it, I knew it was Red yeah. Bull. Oh, really? But because of what you said, because I was a big like Red Bull vodka drinker oh, also in my heyday, which that's like fun. not anymore. Oh, so TBD if it was heyday. Uh, <laughs> but like it might have just been a dark time, but whatever. <laughs> um, but like, I does that, I feel like this happens to a lot of people where. Red Bull makes me think, no matter what, that I have, like, alcohol coming into my system. Like, if I drink a Red Bull or smell a Red Bull, mm -hmm. I'm like, oh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, shitty cheap vodka is the first thought that I have. That's how I feel about ginger ale. Ginger yeah. ale and Jameson. Yeah. But, yeah, no, I agree because it's so strong and overpowering that you that's why you mix it with alcohol so you don't taste the alcohol yeah, you and don't just, taste anything and then because it gives you wings i suppose yeah right? the okay. fun part about that is that you know how they have a bunch of eyes for the wings yeah now? yeah uh apparently they got class action lawsuited like i don't know when uh -huh. i actually got a check i think from this which is weird because why would i ever opt into that i think that was a mistake <laughs> but like someone sued them that it didn't literally give them wings which is just like a really sad thing that apparently you're allowed That's to do. Wild. Uh, so now they have to like intentionally misspell that. Oh my gosh, of that, which That's is insane. Really funny. <laughs> it's so good. That's funny that um, I think if you make any claims, which is crazy because like if you think of a like a fat burner, like a yeah. pill, like take this pill three times a day and you'll shred the fat right off. Um, I wonder, like, how do they get away with? That that versus yeah, yeah, there's a lot of uh, isn't this like the whole Doctor Oz issue? I know that's yes. a can of worms, which yes. we don't often, but like, <laughs> dude proclaimed a lot of like magical pills on yep. his show, yep. and then like was not held accountable for what any of the man. claims that he makes. But yeah, to exactly your point, it's like obviously I'm not gonna sprout wings and turn into what there's that superhero with wings and maybe X Men. You you're sure this is Red Bull? Oh, I'm positive. All like, right, I, I'm fully positive, and I already know what the other one is. Well, there's uh, only two, right? Yeah. yeah. Well, there's other energy drinks out there. There's two that matter. <laughs> what this show is doing is it's doing what I need to continue to do and play the free agent space with yes, my energy yes, drink. Yes, yes, yes. Uh, 
loyalties. Should we, should we taste oh, it? Oh, we can taste the other one. The other one is a, a darker yellow. It is darker. It's got seemingly equal This looks like a, you know what this, if you poured this into a glass at any bar on Franklin and said, this is our new orange funky pet gnat with a natural effervescence. <laughs> 10 out of 10 would believe you. Yeah. That's what it looks like to me. What does it? Let's see. Yeah. If, should we, are we doing the same five mm-hmm. asses? Oh, yeah. Because so I'm s- curious if it tastes s- that way. <laughs> oh, God. It smells <laughs> awful. <laughs> it stings and I wish for everyone listening, <laughs> Sasha is reacting like badly, like smelling salts, <laughs> like that visceral of a reaction. And I'm over here like, yeah, smells great. This is awesome. This is the stuff that you like <laughs> pump intravenously into your veins yeah, like every morning. And when it's in a can, it's better. Do we, what is it now? Do they do, they do it? Do they put this in? Oh, I see. Because we've let it aerate. It in a can and we can't see it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, or yeah. I can't see it. Yeah. Ugh. It's got more bubbles than Red Bull. Yeah. It's life Ugh. juice. <laughs> Again, Sasha with that. the visceral reaction. Why don't they do other um, energy, like something other than Red Bull at a bar? Why do you think that That's is? That's a great question. I think it's just good marketing by Red Bull, honestly. Mm. They've like figured out that there's a business model there mm-hmm. and probably just like not pay bars. I'm sure that bars pay for them. Mm-hmm. Red Bull is like the sneakiest thing in the world because they're an energy drink company that is... They're a marketing company masquerading as an energy drink right. company. Like, all they do is marketing. Don't they have a sports team or a, they a have car? Like, they, yeah, they drivers? have two F1 there teams, we go. which uh, I don't know. I'm watching Drive to Survive oh, uh, yeah. currently. I'm still watching Drive to Survive. I j- took a pause to watch Stranger Things, <laughs> which we won't ruin like we might have in the office earlier today, but that's Uh-oh. okay. Um Took a pause. They, I don't know anything, but they have two teams mm. in like the top F1 division. And I don't understand how that's fair because in one of the seasons that I watched, they like promoted a driver from their B team to their A team. Mm-hmm. And that feels unfair if you have four drivers instead of two drivers that you can pull from whenever you oh, want. It's like, right. you, that's just not fair in my yeah. mind, but also cool. You like, should write them a strongly worded email. Strongly worded email. <laughs> or review. Yeah, a big um, review. Yeah. <laughs> Here's what I think is wrong. F1 is worldwide and NASCAR is United States based. I believe is that so. correct? Yeah, that sounds right. F1 is like huge internationally. Right, right, from right. From what right, I understand. Right. I think. Lewis Hamilton. He's, Lewis he's Hamilton. like the star, yeah, right? Yeah, he's cool. Yeah. Lewis Hamilton is awesome. Yeah, okay. Uh, like he, he's. Where is he from? He's from England. Oh, cool. That's why I also think he's cool. The yeah. British connection right, right yeah. there. Hell yeah. Uh, but he, yeah, I mean, he's just like a cool human being from everything that I've like heard about him. He seems super, Do you think he cool. drinks energy drinks? Uh, he He's on the Mercedes team. Oh, he's but like, every, uh, Those guys have like energy drink logos everywhere. Oh, really? I don't know. It's funny. They, like, walk around with what, like, the Red Bull guys have water bottles that are Red Bull branded. Yeah. There's no way that they're just, it would be funny if they were just chugging Red Bull all the time. Ew, no. But there's no way. Absolutely not. They should do, um, like, a a beverage version of Super Size Me. And, like, I drank a Red Bull every day with every meal for 30 days, and then I grew wings. Yeah. Like, I'm sure you would grow something strange. This, this is an idea that 
we will work on and okay. I will pitch to Red Bull with I, myself excellent. as the subject. Oh my God, done. Because it's already pretty much my life. So yeah. like it's minimal, <laughs> minimal changes on my end, which again, a little embarrassing. This is like my vice for what it's worth. So well. wait, what's the second one we just oh, drank? it's Monster, a thousand yeah. percent. Which... But- one's a 50-50 chance of what yeah, yeah. I enjoy them both equally and Do whichever you? brand would prefer to <laughs> I can't believe There's, you Red Bull has different flavors Monster has like different colored cans they don't really do flavors Red Bull Monster. to me is more palatable okay like you know what you're getting kind of yeah loosely Monster, you just have no idea. It's Monster in the cans. Have you ever read the ingredient list? Yeah, it's not pretty. I feel like I wouldn't be able to pronounce half of the yeah the the things things. on there. It's mostly caffeine, caffeine, sugar, water, carbonated. Do you do sugar free or full sugar? I do the full sugar because very oddly, it the the sugar free uses a lot of artificial sweeteners, which are just harder on my stomach. Oh, and for whatever reason, the full sugar like digests. Better. actually well in my stomach which well, is you odd. just metabolize it as energy yeah exactly that's why you have endless streams endless of it throughout streams. the day yeah i'm just <laughs> running around and then i crash okay <clears throat> here's my weekly osr ah, yes. idea yeah. <laughs> that you actually haven't heard yet so we were in here and talking about flip cup um so one of the checkpoints this has to be like a half marathon situation because okay. you have to have at least five five checkpoints i would okay. say um you have a flip cup situation set up and you have okay i haven't thought this through but either you because it would be too long to wait for a full team on both yeah, ends. yeah you couldn't full team it but you could either wait for the next runner to show up which i think sounds more exciting and then you have to be the best out of five or best out of three okay and then you get to leave. And then runner that loses has to wait. To the next uh, one. I love that. That's good, That's right? Kind of fire, yeah. Hell yeah. Like imagine just being the fastest runner and being garbage. Do you just exactly yeah. do you run slower strategically to save your energy for flip cup? Are you like no. I don't want to tire my flip cup arm out until I get there? <laughs> <laughs> what if it throws Which you cup off? do you flip? Who's with? best at flip cup? 10 miles into a race who knows who knows is it different than at mile zero probably not but maybe and i think it's fine because of how little liquid goes in there so you could yeah. just have it be whatever you want beer gonna... water red bull yeah morton that's what i was gonna say I knew you were gonna the say sponsorship that. right there yeah you could done. also just because when you were thinking through it live i also had tangential ideas so oh yeah we're just gonna build upon this let's let's build uh, let's link and build yeah let's link and build uh <laughs> If it was a team event, mm-hmm. what if you had to run? Like, they do those things. There, there's a race in San Francisco that's famous for, like, they do these, like, centipede competitions where everyone's, like, tied to each other, Oh, essentially, which is interesting because it means that you have to run the same speed as your slowest runner, yeah. which is a lot of pressure right. in my brain. Like, I would be shook if I was on a team that was trying to, like, go crush this thing. Like, what if I'm so slow and everyone has to wait for me? That right. would suck. Right. But what if it was, like team of five osr style yeah and then you have to run to the checkpoints as a unit and then do the and the, do the flip cup together as a team yeah as, i'm into that sweet yeah if you want to go team that's one option yes if you want to go solo we've got another option yeah I'm i like that this. supportive i'm into that Let's too do it. and then okay. you have to go into olive garden eat a breadstick mm-hmm. you could just combine these into one big event in the end like oh, midnight half had what seven checkpoints yeah eight 
Eight? I don't know. Let's make I each checkpoint a different idea that you have. <laughs> 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 and just keep That'd going down the rabbit hole. Yeah. I love okay. this. This is I sweet. hope we're making notes on this, like all the ideas. Oh, I mental notes. Okay, Joe's great. listening. Yeah. I hope. <laughs> Shout out to Joe from Orchard Street Runners. Yeah. Yeah. Let's get great. these ideas to fruition. Sasha's right. DMs I, are open. They are wide open. <laughs> for I, ideation. My, from my notifications Amazon. are turned off. So if I take 72 hours to respond, <laughs> it's not personal. Um, I think without further ado, we should um, introduce our guest. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> Her name is Ping Zhu. She is my dear, dear friend, incredible illustrator, amazing runner all around superhuman um and here she is hey <laughs> it was Nailed excruciating it. watching you guys drink those oh god well, well, well yours are still there yeah don't worry we'll circle back <laughs> <laughs> i've never actually had either of these drinks before so i don't know what they taste like at all never in your life i've never had a single can of energy in Good my life, you. I love that. That's I'm a, you've got pure blood. You're a yeah. better human than I. Are, are you? Absolutely. I'm getting I, hazed today. Yeah, at Bandit we, HQ. We've got energy drinks left and right. This is an ambush. I told you. I didn't know this was happening. I was like, "What are we going to talk about?" It's like I had no nobody energy said drinks it. on the table. Yeah, when chug <laughs> energy chug, drinks. Chug, chug. Anyway. Are you a caffeine drinker though, or no? I drink tea, but I also okay. don't drink coffee. Ah. Fun fact. Divisive nice. opinion. I, that's <laughs> great. I feel like a lot of people just drink coffee and caffeine because they have to. And yeah. If not didn't... needing it is awesome. You're not a coffee drinker either, right? I'll drink coffee if necessary. My girlfriend, Erin, is a big coffee drinker, mm-hmm. so she makes coffee often. And in my efforts to not consume as much energy drink, yeah. I have you coffee. Because if I like don't have caffeine, I feel ill, which is not yeah, good. and if you had both, you would die. So yeah. you should probably just <laughs> one, one or the, or the other. other. Every day For is safety. a different adventure. <laughs> yeah, we're interested in keeping you alive. Yeah, mm. at least for the time being. Oh, I guess. We'll, we'll get we just one. met. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Um. So Ping. Hey. Hi. Hi. I've seen I've seen Ping three times today. Oh, amazing. We worked out this morning. <laughs> we had shared a slice of blueberry pie. And now we're here. It's all very romantic. Sharing a couch. Wait, yeah. that's sweet. Was blueberry pie post track workout? Or was uh, this just Yeah, general? yeah, it was just like 17 <laughs> minutes ago. I met oh, her at, at Bakery on Freeman and we walked over. That's awesome. Yeah. yeah. Was it you guys good? could go there all the time. You yeah. guys are so close. It's so good. I should go there now. Pie <laughs> sounds great. No energy drinks, but pie, yes. But pie instead. Yeah. <laughs> we, we, we can support that. What was the workout this morning? Were you guys with, you might know Penn from GFTC. Oh, yeah. Uh, was this a GFTC workout this morning or was this just this you was guys not, vibed out? This was just us actually lifting weights. Yeah. Oh, we did some cooler. heavy yeah. kettlebell work. Lots of uh, pathetic moments at the gym today of Sasha handing me a kettlebell, <laughs> like a really heavy baby, and me trying to hold it without dropping it like a very heavy you baby. You did great. Yeah. Well, the lower half of my body feels like garbage. Oh, excellent. But, uh, you know, I'm there to get my body ripped in half like spam. So <laughs> <laughs> spam mail, not spam the meat. <laughs> oh, man. Um, that's really funny. Um, Ping, so we are both a part of GFTC. Correct. Do you want to tell our audience who may not be familiar or as familiar with the New York City running scene what that is and how you started to become a part of it? Sure. Well, um, GFTC is Goldfinger Track Club, and we're a group that runs in Bed-Stuy, uh, 
and I started running with them after uh, finding out who they were during the uh, running to protests uh, in 2020. And they were just one of the many different groups that were there supporting and like running in solidarity um, after Ahmad Arbery was murdered. Uh, and I have not run with groups before. I didn't really know anything about group running I was like oh there's I okay okay back up I also didn't do any sports in high school I was the weird <laughs> art kid that actually could not imagine that like years later I'd be sitting on a couch like talking about running with anyone um let alone to all these people who are like who the hell is this person but um so I you know when I started running I didn't imagine that it would really turn into anything other than like I you know guilt trips for myself like oh wait the huge burrito should probably go outside and um <laughs> so anyway so it was like all very new to me I didn't know there was such a huge community of people already I didn't know any of the groups um so being able to see all these different people coming together was also really exciting and kind of inspiring because it was also during the pandemic when we had been secluded and like you know weren't allowed to see anybody so um, and then I realized that GFTC was uh, really close by where I live in bed and they started doing a Thursday community run, and I showed up uh, sometime in September, like a few months after the first time I heard of them, and I just kept going because it was nice. It was like, you know, like, and I figured if I didn't like it, I would just not go anymore, but it was better to just try and see what it was like, and the group was small enough where it didn't feel intimidating and you know I didn't get left behind so I was like all right I'll I'll try this again next week so it was that's the origin story of how I started running with them um and now it's expanded to like a lot more activities we do like uh Saturday long runs or uh Wednesday track workouts and Mondays there's uh this thing that Jerry calls mental miles which is more kind of like a I don't know catch up and think about your mental health a little bit um and yeah I think you know it's it is a lot of activities during the week but I I still like very strongly enjoy the Thursday like community aspect of it I think that's that's what's been the most important to me and it's it remains the most important fact the first time I ever met you if I'm not incorrect was also the first time I ever met Thomas, who is my partner, mm. who is also a co-captain of GFTC, mm -hmm. and it was at a Wednesday track. Yeah, I think that was when track had just become a thing for GFTC. And he like called McCarran. it an open session or something. There's many of those. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, but then what I'm getting to is there was a community run once and I had like a client who wanted to join our run and it was like kind was it hot? It was the, oh. the run that got you injured. That was my it fault. It was very cold. Okay, it was cold. Okay, I'm like, fault. was it cold? It was definitely my fault oh. because it, we, we it was ran. nobody's fault. It was my it fault. Was, it could have been my fault as well. We could say that I should have just not done it. Well, and that is ultimately my own fault. <laughs> I decided a bad thing for myself. Right. So, so we ended up going twice as long and we uh, it was an impulse decision and everyone was like, yeah, okay, fuck it. And it was so that I could go and like get my client from McCarran and like uh, run back <laughs> and then literally being like hurt her hamstring from that run. Well, that wasn't the first time that we met. 
That was like later in the winter. No, that was later. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. But the long, extremely bad choice for me continuing to run to McCarran because I was having a good time was like, again, never ran, don't yeah. know about sports. I don't know most things and how points are scored and whatever. But like, <laughs> uh, I was under the impression that if you just like, like running and you run a lot, that you can just continue doing <laughs> it. <laughs> rookie mistake and uh was basically like oh yeah i feel good and then all of a sudden it didn't feel so good and it was my it band being like hey Uh dummy you gotta rest this you gotta foam roll this you gotta stop doing a lot of these things and i was running a lot for anxiety reasons because i think pandemic just made everyone feel a little bit uh off so i was like oh yeah this is the only way to go outside and feel sane and i just overdid it Classic. classic and i've learned very very much about why that was stupid so a nice lesson for those at home don't listen to sasha when she tells you to go longer but also roll out <laughs> yes when you are amping up the distance and yeah. the mileage and now i'm like so careful i just i'm like oh how long are we going where are yeah. we going oh i yeah. should really calculate this so now i'm very very careful and right. maybe too much so so i don't know now i don't know how to have fun anymore yes you do i'm just kidding, I'm just kidding. you have fun with <laughs> kettlebells with me i know <laughs> um before you found GFTC, like what was taking up most of your time? Uh, well, I'm an illustrator, which is my main thing. Uh, I know it, probably most people listening to this are like runners who love running and do running, and that's like a full time <laughs> thing. But um, I draw, paint, uh, commercial art. Um, I so that's probably taking up most of my time still. Um, so I basically freelance and I work for different like publications and books and advertising and, you know, basically anything you've ever seen a picture on is like potentially like a future or past client. Yeah. Not to like, you know, wave a flag. But no, you should. It's just like a wave easy way. <laughs> it's just it. a way to like describe like what illustration is. It's like it just is, has a lot of applications. Um, and I think. I don't know. It's never great to be your entire job. So running was like a nice way of doing something else. And I didn't think of it as like a way to meet people as I kind of do now. But it's certainly like, you know, it takes up a decent amount of time now as well. So I like balance, but it's it's hard sometimes to figure out what exactly how to do that. You know, like, do you just follow the thing you enjoy doing? Do you do the responsible things? Do you do things because, you know, your friend's want to do other things you know so i don't know advice appreciated (laughs) call in now (laughs) i do this sasha alluded to it we're fully here to to hype you up so oh no for all of our runners listening which i didn't know you did the illustration at the top of the new york times yeah which is fucking so cool i was like if i can't run it i'm gonna be this is like as close as i can get other than handing out water yeah i was gonna say you also volunteered though right yeah it was nice sweet how like was that fun <laughs> i've never fun. actually done that and it seems awesome it's very rewarding yeah. uh i i enjoy cheer zoning a lot for yeah. you know just for anything like my boyfriend daniel runs as well and he's the one who kind of planted the initial seed in my brain by saying like hey uh why don't you you can run a half marathon and i was like <laughs> wait we're not even talking about anything right now and you just like spring that on me <laughs> and then i was like i hate you i can't believe you how dare you are you trying to break up with me right now and then like 30 minutes later i was like what's nyrr <laughs> <laughs> so basically that's how i started running like back in 2017 um but yeah it's uh i 
that's I lost my thoughts. Sorry. Uh, the <laughs> water stuff. Water. Um, yeah. yeah. And so uh, we wanted to cheer people on last year. So uh, our friend and teammate Katie uh, kind of corralled everyone and was like, we'll do mile 10. Signed up through like NYRR, which I now know stands for <laughs> New York racing runners no i'm just kidding i'm just kidding um but uh it was great you just see you see all the fast people then you see all like all the different types of people running it and you're just it's really moving to be able to like be a part of that so it's sick did yeah. it uh, did you i i feel like early on i got inundated with uh the the technique of how to get water oh uh, yeah like i my and you can correct me as uh, someone who's been on the other side now let's hear it i haven't when I'm going to a water, and I like am weird. I don't drink a lot of water during. You're my like, time. where's my Red Bull? Yeah, exactly. Where's my energy drink? Freaking out. Which I—that's my other question. I want to hear if there were any like panic moments. Which if it happened at mile ten of the marathon, that's rough. But I'm sure there were. Like I lock eyes with someone at the water stop, and I'm like, I'm going to you. Yes. And then do the like pinch mm-hmm. immediately off of it and just go. But like you have to be on the same page yeah. with the person. Do you point opinion. at them? I point and I, point I say sometimes. you. Oh, I literally say, say you. <laughs> I <laughs> you think are the pointing helps because then you know. They're but coming. then I did get some cups snatched away from me even after someone pointed at me and someone else like mm. intercepted. And then oh. I'm, so we try to hold two cups mm-hmm. to okay. make sure like, okay, I'll give you one. Cause you know, no one's going to be able to take two and you have a little bit of room. So are you like this or do you like, try it's to like get... this, like you're stacked. Ah, like, so smart. you can kind of like, I mean, no one's coming at the same time, but it's yeah. like easier. Cause then you're not like swiveling your body. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. So a point is good. A thank you's always nice. Oh, yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, not necessary, but you know, it's like it's I try and remember that yeah. as well when I'm on the taking end. I'm just yeah, like, yeah, yeah. thank you. Um, and also, I think the issue of like everyone wants to hand out water and less people like to actually do the pouring of the water. Uh, yeah, so, right. less glamorous. Right. It's kind of the unthanked work. You know, mm-hmm. you don't get the thank you, you don't get the points. Mm-hmm. You just yeah. fill it up and someone else takes your water. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but, yeah, you know, yeah. it's all for the runners, you know, like trying to make sure everyone who looks like they need a little encouragement or just like, you know, you're like, go, go. And yeah. then you realize like six hours pass, you know, like yeah. from the first person to the last person, you're like, Every single person deserves. You're pretty a moment. busy. Yeah, I, very I mean, busy. It's like nonstop. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I find it very like soul healing to cheer for a marathon. Oh, You're just yeah. like, look at all these people doing their best and mm-hmm. trying something that's hard. I yeah, love that. It's insane. Yeah. yeah I, I mean, I've watched it like the New York Marathon more than I've like actually participated in any races. Ping, and, have you ever run a marathon? No, sorry oh. to, run, to all the runners listening. <laughs> I obviously don't belong here right now. Wrong. No. Stay away from no, the No, no, no. Yeah, no, no. Um, no, I haven't, but I, I will run New York this year. It's, I have yeah, signed up. Will. I've given NYRR my monies, and <laughs> I will hope that I don't injure myself and you make won't. it all the way over there. Just so. don't go double the distance with Sasha. Yeah. the conclusion to bring it full circle. <laughs> I know it's hard not to though. Like, I know. Do I want to hang out and have a good time? We do want to just hang out. I think that's yeah. what happens. We just want to prolong the hangout. That's what happened. And yeah. now I need to be like, you can do running and then hanging out as two separate mm-hmm. things too. Yeah, we have yeah. learned that. Run to hang out and then eat blueberry yeah. pie or whatever yeah. it was yeah. that we were talking about. Yeah, we about do before. hang out and eat a lot actually. That sounds yeah. great. I know. Yeah. I just was like, what's the thing I can fill all the cat like crevices in my mouth because I just went to the dentist. <laughs> an hour ago and I was like nice. what's the stickiest gummiest <laughs> food I can put all the food back to like yeah. you know I paid this woman to clean them all out and oh now I'm like God. it's caked with cake 
That's pie. very fun. That sounds perfect. <laughs> yeah, it's delicious. Worth um, it. Ping, you are also from California. Yes. Correct. Yeah. Yeah, but but Southern. I'm from LA, yeah. Uh, but a suburb called Arcadia, which mm-hmm. if you don't know where that is, it's near Pasadena. Okay. You're giving me a thumbs up. I know Arcadia. Yeah. There's oh. a high school cross like track meet. That's oh, interesting. Very oddly. Hmm. So you, it was destined for you uh, to be well, my dad, in this chair. <laughs> my dad was like, you should sign up for cross country like when I was in high school. And yeah. I was like, I'd rather die. <laughs> so I didn't. Because I'd see the kids like running in the park oh, after yeah. school. And it's like California. It's 1,000 degrees. I'm like, why Why would anyone opt to do yeah. this? Again, yeah. future me, question mark past me don't know how i got here um but yeah that was that was the only moment that gets close to running as i got except for when uh we'd have like pe and for whatever reason it'd just be at the discretion of whoever the pe teacher was and it's like everyone gets to run the mile today or like everyone you get to race the miles like why are we racing the mile i'm wearing low top converses i'm not going to run a mile in this and then i did so um yeah and then i uh I think that's cool that uh, you know where Arcadia is. Arcadia is <laughs> on the map. Yeah, we got a mall and we got a, a high school and a bunch of houses. I watched this YouTube video of you, Ping. Oh, no. Um, and you mentioned that your parents are both astrologists? No. Sorry. I mean, that would be really is that wrong? witchy. Well, they studied meteorology. Me- okay, I'm so sorry. No, that's so wrong. it's okay. It that does have, close. It's kind the of. Same we- meteorology is weather? climate yeah. mm-hmm. like okay. clouds and yes. ocean and stuff yeah. i mean i don't fully understand it myself mm-hmm. and then they moved into like doing more computery stuff which mm. again as someone it sounds like my parents work for the government because i'm being so vague and confused but honestly <laughs> i'm just like as an artist i don't know what it's other jobs world. are yeah i'm like yeah. oh computers it could be like computer engineering or it could be like data entry or could be like I do math on the computer I don't know I'm sorry I'm sorry to the runners who do stuff on the computer I'm sorry Dave I'm sorry (laughs) Dave our producer sitting on a computer yeah Yeah, looking at a computer right now you guys are all on computers sorry sorry I know (laughs) mine's down below yeah um and then you were like oh I'm not that's just not for me I don't want they wanted you to like kind of follow in their footsteps no I think as parents they just you know who doesn't want their kid to be okay they're like i've brought this person onto this planet and now you know if they like fail at everything it's gonna be a huge bummer for the parents so like i think (laughs) good thing you have only excelled in everything you've done being well you didn't know me when i was in high school i was a bad kid i was a bad person at math and history and all those other things but basically you know they just wanted to make sure i was gonna be okay to some extent i'm sure you know like that's yeah. a familiar pressure, mm-hmm. but I was like, I'm not good at this. I'm not interested in this. Like, I just, I'm, I'm defiant, and I feel very, like, I only want to do things that I'm interested in, which is like selfish and entitled. But like, I, that's how you end up being kind of better at something when you care about what you're doing. Right. So, but like, high school was probably not the place because you're just forced to take all these like different classes, and then by the time like college and all that stuff rolled around, it was just like you know, you have to take the stupid SATs and stuff like that. And I don't know. I'm just, like, not an, a very academic person. It just seemed really boring. Uh, so I just didn't do that well. Therefore, I probably couldn't get into any of the colleges they wanted me to get into. Yeah, and then I was yeah. like, but what about art school? You knew, uh, Which you I did. Knew, did you know <laughs> yeah. that, like, early on that you were, like, creatively inclined? 
I took art classes, but I didn't know you could do it as a job until maybe like 17. Mm -hmm. And then like I took an art class in high school. They had like uh, art colleges sending their flyers that kind of advertised the schools. And so I discovered what art schools were. Uh, And I also took a drawing class at like this little Chinese drawing school uh, in Temple City, which is also close to Arcadia. on Saturdays because my parents didn't believe in idle time so they just filled it with activities <laughs> that I may or may not have wanted to do but drawing was actually one of the enjoyable things so I didn't do sports but I did a lot of drawing and I went to a lot of Chinese school <laughs> yeah <laughs> when I sweet. first met you you were um you had just published a children's book Ooh. or illustrated a children's book yeah Is that right there's two of them out in the world Ooh. it's with thanks um so it's, cool thank you it's with a publisher called Enchanted Lion, which uh, used to be here in Greenpoint, down West Street uh, towards Greenpoint, but uh, they're down in Red Hook now. And yeah, I did illustrate them. There were two nonfiction children's books. One is about Flannery O'Connor, who's a writer, mm. and the other one is about Jeremy, a snail. Aww. <laughs> yeah. That's and really cute. It's a special snail because its shell like coils the other way. And because of the way that snails reproduce, even though they don't have to reproduce with another one, they need one that like mirrors themselves. So if because this the shell is coiled the other way, he can't like, or they can't like coil with another snail that has the shell going the normal oh. way. So it's like a mutation in the genes, which also happens in people's bodies. Right. So you can have like your organs basically like yeah. flip the other way. And Whoa. It's, it's basically fine. Like it's all there, but sometimes just because like, it's kind of backwards and the rest of your body isn't there could be other issues but it's it's very fascinating that mutations happen so that's a cool science book for kids and families yeah that's really cool yeah do you think your parents like when you tell them like for listeners at home the new york times publishes a page every year of every single runner from the new york city marathon and ping illustrated the small caricature that lines the top of that list and it's very cool and it's highly influenced by some of her favorite runners. <laughs> I Sasha mean I had a lot <laughs> I had a lot of photos from track. So I I did use them as photo reference. And I was like, you know, this is a lot of good form. You know, you want Re- excellent <laughs> form. Yeah. And it was it was nice because the assignment also they wanted different types of runners so even though some of them were uh references from my own photos i also just like looked online to see what how people look when they're running these extremely arduous long runs right and there was this one photo of these two people who dressed up under like a camel like they were oh, like yeah. the front and back of one there was also a photo that i did not draw that was a person dressed up as like the big ben yeah and <laughs> the, big the, ben? Fin- the clock tower from london in london yeah. oh i didn't know that's what it was called yeah Got it. Roger that. Okay. Um, But it was like when they got to the finish line, it was too tall. So there's all these photos Uh. of it like sideways or like, you know, imagine running that whole way under like a cardboard box and like having to tilt your body to like roll to the finish line. Anyway, uh, that was really fun. And it was really nice. But like when your parents who were like, oh, we want you to be a meteorologist and (laughs) enter all this data and like this is what success looks like when you tell like when they hear that you've done something like that, are they like, oh, that is like the equip like she's actually living out her dreams in a different way than we ever thought possible. Yeah, I think they 
understand it better now. Yeah. It's hard to show them that I'm not like a adult baby just being like, can I have a hundred dollars again? <laughs> right, please? right. Um, but it's it's kind of like I still feel like I, I need to send them like, hey, I did this thing for like The New Yorker or like this, you know, here's a link to my art that's not like my own website. So right. they can be like, oh, this this is a real thing that's published somewhere else. And they have like a one to one understanding of like, oh, I see my kid doing this actual thing. You know, it's like yeah. if your parents are seeing you like win races being like, oh, my child is succeeding at this thing. And I, I have confirmation from a third party that they're not just <laughs> lying to me saying that right. they run and love running or whatever. Right. So. right. I think also maybe your parents are not on Instagram they are. They are. Yeah. So they know about your Earth Day stickers? They do. Tell us about that. Well, I had a job from Instagram this year, and they just were like, hey, you want to make some stickers for Earth Day? And I said, sounds great. I love Earth. I love being here. No, but they were like <laughs> widely used. Oh, right. They were like, <laughs> like Instagram, the company used them for Instagram, the app. So oh, it was yeah, like yeah, yeah. every single person who has an Instagram like could use it on their stories or whatever and like i i have a love-hate relationship with instagram because mm -hmm. on one hand it's this you know really great way to see all these things but at the same time i'm like you know sometimes there's a pressure to update or you know present yourself a certain way on this app and it's not necessarily authentic to who you are as a person it just feels like it could be a job which i know a lot of like my friends in illustration or like design or anyone whose career is like very visual is reliant on something that's like forward facing yeah. like that so it's like your online persona in a way but anyway it was it was nice to see it being used but i have now basically accumulated like endless amounts of spam because like i think people just like spam accounts that have like more than a certain number of followers and I have people like just spamming me all the time and it's oh, become no. a really unenjoyable oh, time yeah so yeah. don't be fooled getting followers is not a, an amazing feeling spam <laughs> yeah exactly so many questions right now I think it's so interesting what you were talking about as well <laughs> with like the uh, even the way that you're describing what your parents do, it's yeah. like, because they're such different worlds. My sister works in the art world. Oh, uh, cool. She's kind of like art curation nice. a little bit more. But uh, that that's also one of the ones that I'm curious about because I feel like that's a question I can ask is, did mm -hmm. you know how to, that you wanted to do illustration initially or were you like, I really enjoy this world and then you kind of figured out your, your lane or niche within it? Yeah. Um, I think it's kind of, it's probably true for anyone interested in anything or like who have pursued doing the thing that they like are good at slash interested in. So it's like you kind of start with like a general sense of like, oh, I like doing this thing. So for me, that was like drawing, which I imagine, you know, like we're all here because of running. But like, you know, it's also one of those like there's clearly like an enjoyment factor to this. And then you just kind of narrow down from there. And so with drawing, I was like, well, I'm I like drawing, but I didn't think it was going to be a job. Right. Like I didn't think anyone I didn't know that there was money involved in like drawing uh, like as if I've never watched a single cartoon in my life or like read <laughs> peanuts or anything like didn't think any of them got paid and you just grow up hearing like starving artists and stuff so of course my parents weren't super excited about it um, but then I like you know with the process of discovering like art schools and colleges and then realizing that it's a career and a job then it just became like oh I'm putting two and two together it's like it makes sense I'm interested I like this I'm uh, question mark whether or not I'm good at it like I don't know I I'm still argue that like I didn't really know what I was doing until like maybe the last year in art school um and then 
then once you graduate, it's just like, I hope this works out. I'm going to like throw myself out there in the world and learn a lot more than school could ever teach you. And I've just been very lucky and also very like, you know, um, I don't know. It's, it's a mix of all the things, right? Like luck, uh, opportunities uh also like working hard and trying to put yourself in situations that you feel like can open more doors and try not to like be a bad person along the way you know (laughs) like it's I think it's hard sometimes to feel good in your success when you you know you know you don't do anything by yourself and you like just want to make sure you don't like step on a bunch of people when you're getting there Anyway, no yeah. to anyone out there being mean. Um, <laughs> so I just feel really fortunate because the reason why I moved to New York was because there's like such a good community. Yeah. And that's like true again for like running. There's communities for every single type of thing out there. And I felt really like immediately welcomed into like the illustration community here, just as I really did feel really welcomed into the run community as well, which I think was also easy to stay in. Um, but I, you know, I lived in London before I lived in New York and that was just a city that I was like, I've never lived in such an actual, like urban centered city. Like I grew up in LA, but LA is like such a sprawled out place. Um, and so I felt like coming here really kind of like things started falling into place and it started making more sense and, you know, my adulting began, I guess. Um, but yeah, I, I guess like you know, follow the things that actually make sense that you enjoy. And a lot of crazy things have happened since then. I certainly didn't think that art and running would ever converge, but here we are. Here we are. (laughs) The ultimate convergence. Besides that New York Times thing, which is obviously so cool, and I'm still trying to hunt down a copy of it. So if anyone has that New York Times copy, I think the date is November 7th, 2021. Um, What was your other, like your favorite fusion of the two? Favorite fusion of running. Like running and and your illustration abilities. I mean, it's kind of crazy even just to be here, like just talking to you at this in this amazing office space, because I don't know, there's so much creativity involved in the design of just like branding and you know, like the way that fashion is involved in uh like obviously like apparel and mm-hmm. you know, the types of the way that uh, people see what running is and like their impression of it. So I think like running's, running seems like it's in kind of like a cool, heyday, trendy sport right now, Totes. which is totally fine because, you know, who doesn't like a cool pair of running shoes? Because I feel like when I started, like running shoes looked hideous and oh, that wasn't yeah. even that long ago. And now right. they're just like, whoa, people just wear these to walk around and that's pretty dope. <laughs> yeah. um, and I don't think that's like specifically like drawing plus running equals like this, but it's certainly like some level of like design, fashion, culture, mm-hmm. like kind of converging together to elevate this sport that also can bring more people in. It's like appealing to like more types of people. And I'm always about like, you know, communities need to be diverse in order for them to be interesting and to like evolve. And if not, then it will remain the same and like you know how come not everyone's into curling I don't know maybe it's because they don't have a good campaign or maybe it's like too hot to do that here but I don't know you know like I I just support (laughs) I just support um like I would I'm happy to contribute to a you know industry that can promote kind of like opening more doors for people like I said like I didn't do sports but here I am like I'm interested I'm invested I've like found enjoyment and friendships and like you know, it's in relationships through that, and that's great. So, why not? Right. More running for everybody. <laughs> More like, art for everyone. <laughs> it's pretty cool that you're like 
your entry point was like we're all at home during the pandemic and we're all obviously like highly affected by what's going on and we also have lots of time to actually invest our energy and in, and to feel like what we're doing is making a difference and at that point it was running in solidarity and running to protest into like now we're back to racing which was gone for a very long time and you've illustrated something that is the highlight of many people's lives like pe- running a marathon to now you're at bandit and you're like think that you're not qualified to be here as a runner but you're absolutely <laughs> the coolest person no. to no, have like you're right. yeah to give a microphone to and like you've also done some work for GFTC's design yeah, yeah. um i helped jerry with like the first black mile that he threw just kind of like helping him design the flyers and uh like the stuff for instagram and like I think later on when we did like the relays, I was like helping with the bibs and it was just like these small things that I knew how to do. And, you know, who doesn't want to help contribute to like a bigger, greater thing than themselves. So it was like part of that community mindset being like, look, I'm not looking for money. I'm looking for like trying to help someone like succeed in their interests and like their passion and being able to also like fold more people into whatever that may be. Um, like, I think volunteering in general is, like, really important and everyone should do some degree of that uh, because, you know, I think you'd be surprised at what you know. Your wisdom can be shared um, and you just never know who you could inspire to do something that maybe they didn't have the confidence to convince themselves to do. Um, so being able to do that felt very uh, – it was nice to feel like you could contribute to something that was not necessarily like, well, I can't give advice on running, but, like, I can certainly help people, like – design a little t-shirt or like Mm -hmm. a little like flyer to give information out and stuff like that so it felt it felt really rewarding in that way that's sweet i'm i'm also i you said that you don't feel capable of giving advice for running but i'm gonna argue (laughs) that you're wrong there Uh, (laughs) one foot in front of the other take breaks i mean nothing that it's just it's really inspiring and also humbling to be around people who are so good at what they do like Sasha, Tim, you guys are incredible runners and it's very cool. And I know now it's all because of Red Bull, at least for Tim. Just <laughs> Red Bull for me. And uh, pastries for Sasha and pizza. Yep. Yep. Um, but I I just think it's also really nice to feel like there's space for all levels, right? I, I was certainly intimidated by what a runner is before I started getting into it. I just like, I think running alone was really like, I don't want to I think everyone feels like I don't want to hold anyone back I certainly don't want to be part of this like five person bondage like running (laughs) challenge that you guys thought of earlier that sounds horrible um but like um I don't know it's it's really nice to be able to see the entire dimensions or all the dimensions of uh like a community from everyone who's just like is there because that's how they meet people or they want to like like set their mind to something and be able to follow through and you know like I'm I have no aspirations to be an elite runner because there's no way like sometimes I ride my bike I'm like this is probably what it feels like to be this fast but I don't know what it feels like to like use my legs in running mode for this speed um and it's also just great to be able to be around people who can do something so well and in a way that you're just like I, I just can't believe that's possible yeah it's but also, I've never had energy drinks so oh, maybe oh, that's all gonna, I needed that's the secret right there but it's, I do <laughs> <laughs> it is the secret who knows <laughs> but on the like flip side I think like the story is so cool from going like 
not running at all, finding a community. Uh, I was going to go down the Instagram route, but I'm not going to do that. Because I do think, <laughs> like, I, I was loosely trying to set myself up because you talked about how you found Goldfinger. And I think it's one of the things that people, like, deep within running. I, I Sasha's heard me rant multiple times. I mean, like, running's changed Sasha's life. It's changed my life. It's changed everyone's lives in here. And there's that kind of, like shared experience for anyone that's in it which is awesome like whether you're the best runner in the world or the last place finisher at the marathon Mm -hmm. like doesn't matter everyone's still running 26.2 miles it's super super cool but one of the things that everyone always talks about is like why does running feel so inaccessible or so like hard to get new people in Mm -hmm. sometimes and you're the expert there like you (laughs) found goldfinger and decided to show up if uh, I'm loosely putting you on the spot, so apologies for this. But like, I'm already here. Yeah, exactly. I'm ready. <laughs> we, we just keep putting you on the spot anyway. <laughs> but like, when you were looking at the running community, was there something that made like was there something that Jerry, founder of Goldfinger, like amazingly eccentric individual? Love Jerry. He's an awesome <laughs> dude. Uh, he does so many things super super well. And then on the flip side, and you don't have to call anyone out, but there's run clubs and I, I was in that boat once where I was like oh I don't want to go for every reason that you just said like I don't mm-hmm. want to be the slowest I don't want to know anyone I yeah. don't want to feel weird was there something that like helped push you over the edge of like I'm gonna show up mm-hmm. this week that run clubs and crews could do better maybe to like make people feel like they can just show up yeah I I guess there's always like as as soon as you feel like you can relate to like a single person somewhere, that is like a very magnetic way to get someone involved. So with GFTC, it was really just like, I had no expectations. I in fact expected myself to just be like, I don't want to do this because <laughs> I don't know any of these people. I'm not going to be able to know them very well after just like running together. Maybe this is going to be horrible. Just kind of like setting myself up in case I was met with those things and be like, okay, I knew that. Then I could just peace out and continue like puttering around by myself for the rest of time. Um, but I think in a way uh, I was, I, I just felt like everyone needed that at that time. And maybe it was like, it's just a timing thing. So the pandemic happened. It was horrible. Uh, it remains horrible, but we all either needed like outdoor time. We needed to like socialize. We needed to be able to like, see that there are in fact other people in this world that were not just like ourselves and it was a really I think everyone felt very much on the same page in that way and it was very easy to then be drawn into that whereas like before the pandemic the reason why I didn't feel like I I didn't really actively look for a running community because I didn't know if I needed it but also I didn't know that there was anything that there could be a run club that was actually not about like racing or like running a certain speed or you know needing to pay a lot of money to be a part of it or where it was or you know like there was a long list of things that I'm like well I don't even know what I'm doing it doesn't say anywhere that this is like for beginners or like all paces um so I just assumed that there was no space for someone who was, in fact, a beginner who was probably like slower than the slowest person there by a lot. And um, and I didn't have aspirations to race or like be a part of a, a team in that way. But again, like after going to that uh, protest run, it really just like opened my eyes to like realizing how many um, different types of people there were. I do find this true also for an activity that I don't know if I ever told you I did, but I I was um I did pole dancing for a few years oh, before I the feel pandemic. Like we talked about this because you have an 
especially strong core. <laughs> and I have front row seats to that every Wednesday morning. Sasha and I benefit from our workouts together. <laughs> but um, I found that true, like in that community as well. Just like all different body types, all different ages, all abilities. And it just is like, it really, really changes your mind when you can see different types of people doing the same thing because mm-hmm. you're like well there's no one type like and that was another thing about drawing the thing for the New York Times right like they're like draw a runner and like when you think of a runner if anyone were to think of a runner they would probably think of like someone really thin really fast like blurry because they're running by you super fast <laughs> but I would argue that you know being able to draw people of different body types to because those runners exist you know there's you know, people who are on like wheelchairs who are runners as well, right? So who's to say what one type of runner is even? So it's easier to say that out loud to like other people, like whoever's listening to the maybe my parents are listening, but like um, <laughs> Hi mom. Hi mom. <laughs> Hi dad. Um but I think being able to really believe that as a truth and see it in different parts of this community is just empowering and it's kind of affirms the fact that that's in fact true rather than being like oh that might exist somewhere but I don't see it so I don't think I could do this so yeah if you're thinking about running start today just <laughs> get out the door and jog down the block see what happens but go. safely safely <laughs> safely always Drink water yeah yeah the like visibility thing is obviously huge and me putting my marketing hat on as well it's like a messaging thing yeah. the end, mm-hmm. a lot of the time because you're completely mm-hmm. right it's like there there's you show up somewhere and there's always someone like right. there's always someone who doesn't look like that traditional runner which mm-hmm. is also funny because like you're right running is having this moment right now and yeah. like 95 percent of the people are not looking like what you think a runner looks like mm-hmm. when you first think of it like the marathon yeah water station go and watch a marathon and like <laughs> all of the people coming past are not gonna yeah. look like the person who's winning the race sure and yet that's like who we probably picture when we yeah. think who's a runner but it's like for weird. everyone yeah. right like if you want to yeah. run and go out and run like you are allowed to do that i just think like the worst part, like the worst feeling is thinking like, I can't do that because I don't fit into some identity of that description. Therefore, yeah. I am like self-censoring myself from being able to do this thing that you very well could do. Because, you know, if anything, people are always like making excuses of like, oh, I hate running. Like, this is such a punishment sport. Like, why would you even do that? That seems ridiculous. And like right. the people who love running are like, can't stop talking about it. You know, so <laughs> there is like an in-between space, right? Like the people who hate it and the people who love it. And I just think like the people who kind of exist between that, who can be convinced, you know, like give it a try. I think maybe just like reducing the contrast between like, you know, who who does this or who doesn't do this can be like yeah. a little like blurred. There's such a spectrum. Yeah. Within, essentially, yeah. which is awesome. And it's like, yeah, if you don't like it, don't don't do it. Like I don't do plenty of things, but like <laughs> you know, I I like doing the things that I like and the idea that someone can approach it in a easier way seems really yeah. nice. Yeah. Because I, I don't know, I just met so many interesting people who like I hung out with I hang out with a lot of illustrators and, you know, that's great, but we talk about like certain things and then like meeting people who don't do illustration and talking about those kinds of things is it's very expansive and I love that so I like that you called it the area in between because like that area spans so largely and like for people listening at home who don't actually know what you look like like if walking down the street you you actually do encapsulate what I'm sure lots of people think in athletic like person is you are an athlete 
you're 100 percent an athlete and then like lenny who was our first guest and he's the um one of the co-founders of boogie down bronx run crew also like nodded to that this space of the in-between and it's like he he referred to them as non-runners that all the people that run with the bronx are are non-runners they have never run up until this point and most of them are like upwards of 35 and so like this barrier to entry and just making it a little less intimidating in New York specifically I think is really beautiful because running is having this moment and I think there are like clubs and crews that are like intimidating and that can just be by who attends and how fast they are and the kind of presence they have and then we have these like other like tentacles that spawn off and they like represent this area in between and I think that's what's really special about GFTC mm-hmm. is that unintentionally it be it was a crew that was there for the right reasons at the right time which were to like speak out against like injustice and discrimination and like all of the awful things that were happening in 2020 and then it kind of grew no thanks to Jerry King Parker Gold. We love you so much. Um, but like, I think it's fun that we get to kind of see all of that. And I think that's really specific to New York. But you have not always lived in New York. Mm-mm. And I'm curious if like those in between spaces, maybe not within running, but just like, trying to find a space where you can exist and like explore if you found those in in the other places you've lived in in like the UK yeah that was a really hard time yeah that was like Talk to straight us out that. of okay everyone settle down <laughs> it's time to listen to my hard times <laughs> um, no I I moved there after college I lived at home when I was in school because my school was really close to where I lived and uh, so like moving across the world was an opportunity that I had because I was dating someone at the time who got a job there and I didn't think at all that moving to another country would be as difficult as it was but that's what happens when you're really really young in your early 20s and you're like I know everything and you actually realize I don't know anything (laughs) it was like crazy I had to like learn how to count money I had to like learn how to look across the street again to like cross you know like basic things it was really infantilizing to like move to the UK at the time so um and it was interesting because I noticed so much about how insular and how like safe home is as a place like I grew up in a community that was like heavily East Asian and so being Asian didn't feel different like it Mm -hmm. didn't feel kind of like I was the only Asian person I was like in fact surrounded by a ton of Asian people and like a lot of first generation kids and their parents were like kind of the same situation as my parents so it felt very normal and then when I moved to London I was like well I don't see like nearly as many Asian people here which was like the first thing and then you have like all the classism like that exists in their society and culture that like doesn't exist in the same way here it exists differently as like you know who can afford certain things but like there it comes from like old money and like history Mm. and all that kind of stuff um and I just noticed that like a lot of the Asian people that I saw worked in like service or like were nannies and it's it's just like kind of reframed just like my own identity as far as like 
how do Asian people like exist in this world? And I know like your question didn't mean like those in between spaces being no, I meant it um, in any way you wanted yeah. to interpret it. Yeah, and I think like those kind of realizations about like who you are as a person and how you identify and like where you are and how that comes to light when you're traveling was really like an eye opening experience. So I I and I also like didn't know anyone who lived there. I just like basically got up and like moved to this country thinking like it'll be great for my career and my life experiences and it was just like I was dirt poor. I like had no way of really going to find a community, right? Like maybe if I had running then it would mm-hmm. have made sense, but that was like not what I wanted to do at the time. So um I just was like I don't know how to meet people here. What do I like walk into a pub and buy someone a pint you know like I was just like no way that seems like really um like I'm gonna trick someone or roofie them like that's what you do that <laughs> so I just I had no like entry point I felt like pretty isolated when I lived there and I did connect with some people in the illustration community that lived there and ended up like finding a studio space that I could share and that's like an in way but as far as you know just I didn't feel comfortable at all when I lived there it was like a very jarring t- like tedious emotionally hard time for me and that's why like when I moved here it felt like I just needed something that I was familiar with whether that was just like American culture or like something that um kind of grounded me so then I can go back into these kind of gray zones and like explore uh whether or not they would be like interesting spaces and like I think all those things needed to happen in order for me to even like want to step outside of the comfort zone of you know illustration or art or creativity in that way and be like what's another thing I can do that's like mentally stimulating and like fulfilling and like interesting that also is involved in community and I guess like running then became that or is that for the time being and like who knows what's gonna happen next like maybe I'll get into something else and it's not like you know that's the nice thing about running I feel like you can just do it or you can just like stop I don't know like you can take a break you can come back to it like no who knows what the shoes are gonna look like next year I don't know (laughs) yeah 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 Yeah, when did you move from London I moved here in 2013 so I'm inching closer to the 10-year mark next year will be 10 years we've had this conversation before when are you officially a New Yorker oh yeah do you have an opinion Mm, I heard that 10 years was pretty good, but maybe that's because I'm trying to get my first token. I heard 10 years was the <laughs> like the benchmark is, as well. How, yeah, you, 10 I years know, feels legit. How long have you been here, Tim? I'm born and raised in New York. Season so your I'm boy. <laughs> so he has like an infinite amount of New York points. Yeah. Whereas Sasha I and I are crawling towards our first New York point. Oh, yeah. you're But you have more <laughs> points than I do for sure. Way more. Yeah, but like, okay. Tim, as someone who's from New York, like, what does it take for someone who's, like, a transplant to New York? Like, when do we get New York cred? Uh, that, that It's a great question because we've had this debate. I, mm-hmm. I feel like it happens way earlier than a lot of people give it credit for. Like, 10 years is a long time to be here. And honestly, like, your lived experiences in New York, like, I, I talk about, I'm born and raised here, but, like, until I moved back here after college... Like, my life when I lived here growing up is completely different than being, like, a full-grown adult in New York right. to the joke that you were saying about, like, learning how to count money in the UK. Yeah. It's like all of a sudden you realize, like, oh, shit. Yeah. This is an expensive-ass city. Mm. And, like, all I of also think real. that depending on when you moved here, 10 years can seem like an infinite amount of time versus 10 years can feel like it just flies by. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I think the older you get the longer that 10 years seems. Yeah. yeah. It also just is a city that changes mm-hmm. so often. Yeah. Like, uh, like I lived here for 18 years, left for college, and granted, like, came back. But if I had spent those four years away, 
I would have not felt like a New Yorker here when I moved back. And that's mm. mostly because, like, the, the things that I measure are just, like, are you doing the touristy things? And it, it's, like, most people stop doing that pretty quickly. I think you mm. should do them. Like, go see all the sites. Go do all the fun stuff. Yeah. But, like, eventually you learn how to navigate the subway system. And that's, like, a huge <laughs> check mark. Oh, yeah. Tim says we're not a New Yorker until we've been to the Statue of Liberty. Yeah, Statue of Liberty, <laughs> Empire State Building. Oh, Damn it. Geez. I've got receipts from all this stuff. Shit. Uh, no, the... <laughs> the only actual thing, this is a tangent, the only actual thing that annoys me is if people are actively complaining about New York mm. that, like, don't, are not from here or have been here for, like, six months. I'm like, oh, yeah, yeah. stop, no. like, stop complaining. Right. You're not, like, it, it's like me going to L.A. and being there for a day and be like, I need to drive everywhere. This I city hate sucks. The I'm like, yeah, yeah, yeah. it doesn't, like, you can hate things about it, yeah, but if right. you haven't been here long enough to, like, really hate yeah. the stuff that you right. should hate, right. it's like, yeah. oh, the crowds in Times Square suck. I'm like, yeah, no shit. It's <laughs> like, of course that sucks. But everyone no one... in L.A. loves driving. Yeah, <laughs> everyone must, right? It's like, no. It's their passion. Yeah. What's the number one complaint that you resonate with? Like, that you feel like you hear a lot, and as a born and bred New Yorker, you're like, yeah, no, that does suck. The uh, the crowds are like, or the crowds and how, like, not clean the city are, I'm like, that's very the, the reasonable. The hot garbage. On hot, a hot garbage is bowl. rough, mm. yeah. The one that Oof. resonate, the one that I feel, and it's kind of like a off shot of um, the crowds, but, like, Everyone talks about how mean New Yorkers are very mm, often, mm. and I reframe that as someone who will defend my city. Uh, as, like, <laughs> New Yorkers are just very, like, single-minded and focused on what they're doing. And I understand. It's like, I lived in Chicago for a little bit, and everyone's very outwardly friendly mm -hmm. there, and it's awesome. In New York, it's not that people hate you. It's just that they are focused on what they have going on. So, like, trying to stop someone for directions no one's gonna do that because you're like interfering with what they are planning on yeah. doing. Though I don't like as a self-considered nice human being, like I always try to give people directions because <laughs> I'm like, it would be nice to I do that. I feel like uh, people are pretty nice here. Yeah. Like, I mean, I'm talking I like, like New, York, <laughs> <laughs> New York City in general. Like, I don't feel like I've had experiences where people were like outwardly trying to make, like isolate me and make me feel like unwanted and yeah. like bad and like out of place. So I don't know. Uh, I, I hear that as well, but I'm like, maybe it's because you're used to, hearing things delivered in a really like oh my god that's like and yeah. that's a very like LA way but I feel like LA people do that and they actually hate you inside just like, I think L yeah agree. Right? I think it's very um there's a reason why I live superficial here, in in many ways yeah um I have a I read this cool feature what? on you oh my god there's too many things about it's me the coolest it. title I've ever read so what? I'm gonna read it to you again and then I'm gonna take one of their questions it was written in 2018 <laughs> okay um it's from the cut and oh. the subsect of the of this like um, digital print is they seem cool. <laughs> Asterix, she is cool. No, <laughs> can confirm. A fire title, <laughs> yeah, right. Mm -hmm. But um, the dreamy illustrator whose work you've definitely seen before. Aww, I mean, okay, they're, what, that's really nice. That's really nice. Dreamy, dreamy. Ooh. I know. And these these photos are very dreamy of you, Aww. by the way. But I like that they ask you all these fun questions. And so I want to take one. 
um, and see if I answer it correctly. See, well, I just want to know if the answer has changed. It's possible. 2018 felt like a long time a ago. A long time ago. That's a, that's a period of time that like 2018 feels 10 years away. Yeah, oh era. God, era so changed. Not. So long ago. So um, let me get back into my cut yeah, mindset. Yeah, get into it. Get into dreamy, it. Dreamy. Okay, I think I'm just going to go with I also love Ira Glass and uh, fuck Mary Kill. Oh no! <laughs> now anyone? I mean, or like yeah. radio hosts? <laughs> I mean, your Ira Glass is you're you're gonna marry him. I mean, I still would love to just like sit in a room and listen to him talk all day Same. with his like vocal fryness. Yeah. Oh no! This is these are hard questions. Uh, I know. Okay. <laughs> um, <laughs> fuck Mary Kill. Maybe radio hosts. Let's do just keep it radio hosts to keep it like. Can we do running community? <laughs> you can do running community. I feel like I've been cornered. <laughs> yeah, you have. I mean, I, I, I love Ira Glass because I feel like I could. I listen to his voice, and I find I love this American Life. Mm-hmm. It's one of those like very listenable podcasts that also has like such interesting stories that compel and have a full range. So I agree. Hmm, but maybe that's changed. Maybe I would just book him because maybe I don't want to listen to his voice all day I could just listen to the podcast I don't have to like listen to him all day <laughs> yeah okay let's say I'll fuck Ira Glass okay um I okay and this is going to be a controversial New York statement I love this Brian Lair I would kill because I don't, I don't know who that is he's like the WNYC radio host he yeah. does oh. he's just like the little droney voice man and I know he has interesting points but I just like <laughs> simply maybe just voice based I would kill him because it's uh, like unlistenable and I've had arguments <laughs> with people about this and some people consider him like a legend mm-hmm. and I just like cannot bear him and I think I would have to marry Terry Gross because she's oh, just yeah. classic uh, fresh air yeah just like you know listener all she's day she's cool yeah she's the ultimate I could I'd just be like be my mom Gro- so I'd marry so gross, gross and glass it is. Gross and glass. <laughs> That's an evolution of the Q&A. This is, yeah. I love this I don't entire think I... concept. <laughs> okay, well, you guys can do running community, and I, I think it would be interesting. Unless you've already done this for other people. We haven't, actually, but I feel like this that should be a, a new thing, a new yeah, this road we go down. Intro- introduction, though yeah. I'm going to have to... Th- I'm not putting myself on the spot. I'm not either, There's not certain yet. certain things I gotta th- recording... Uh, I got to think about points. that. Yeah, I, I need to think of a nice reason for killing. Someone, oh, sure. sure. Okay, like well, okay, here's another question oh. that, like... An, it's another fuck, Mary kill, but it's different types of carbs. Oh. Oh. This uh, one we can do. This one we can also change, but okay. the question that's been posed to me was pasta, rice, and bread oh done easy uh sorry so fuck mary kill um i am going to fuck rice marry bread and kill pasta whoa yeah what about you tim He's like, oh, a rebel. I'm trying to think. Yeah, exactly. Sugar. We're, we're going to get to that. Don't worry. I feel, so I, I'm half Italian, so I feel like there needs to be some sort of, like, marriage of pasta. Okay. Mm. Uh, mm. <laughs> That's hard. He's marrying out of the family. Uh, yeah, marrying out of the family. That's okay. It's, uh, Sorry, I, mom I do, and dad, Rossi. What was the last one? Rice and bread. Oh, that's, I'm. 
going to continue to back my... I keep thinking I have the answer, and I'm like, oh, I have to kill that one, and it's yeah. just not working. My gut, which I'm probably going to, like, in next episode, revisit this conversation change and change my mind immediately, mm-hmm. just like the article. I feel like I feel like good pasta is, like, amazing, and you could probably argue that with bread, but... And rice. And rice, for that matter. Yeah, but, like the the <laughs> spectrum. I love rice, so I'm gonna marry rice, fuck pasta, mm-hmm. kill bread, which is weird. Oh, uh, that's what we're going with. All right. Uh, and on that note, I, I think like we that. should all try the energy drinks. <laughs> I think we should try. Yeah, I think we really? should try. Yeah. Do you want to? We're not gonna put you. I on mean, the, I already know. You can just I, smell one if you want. Okay, I forgot which one was which, but <laughs> I okay. I feel like it would be wrong and like anti being hazed if I didn't drink. You a have sip. to. Yeah, <laughs> one sip. Of each. Yeah. And then tell us which one. Because I was promised some bandit swag after. Which one? I'm just kidding. <laughs> this is the which requirement. Which one you hate Wait, yeah. So, okay, let's go. Ooh. Mm-hmm. I took one smell of the darker one. It smells like candy. Like. Um, I don't like the darker one. smells like sugar. One. Yeah, it smells weird. <laughs> yeah, but I, I guess I don't. I'm not like a big hard candy person. Okay. My like. You like chewy candies? I like gummy bears sometimes. Gemma likes Penny. Gemma is the other co-captain of GFTC and our dear, dear friend. Dear friend. And she's from Canada. And she calls these things penny candies because you can get these like candies out of a, I don't know, what, like a, a dispenser for a penny. What? You would eat something that that's costs she, one penny? That's what she does on her long runs. Oh, my God. Yeah, or maple syrup. I mean, that yeah. does not cost uh, a penny <laughs> at all. Not at all. Not at all. <laughs> um. But this this smells like, I guess what sugar is, but also like laced with, like, artificial cleaning mm-hmm, supplies mm-hmm. or that kind of smell that cleaning things have. I'm curious. Yeah, no, I'm curious. This one this has less of a smell. Yeah. Maybe do that one. I feel like this was the Red Bull, right? The lighter the one. Bowl, I'm gonna yeah. drink the gross one first so I can <laughs> wash I with like the other. The okay. Oh no. They're her first sip of an energy drink ever in life right now. The reaction is not looking <laughs> positive so far. It's confused. It feels uh. like eating liquid candy. Hmm. Like that's not bad. It's not bad, but a whole can. Yeah, can you I've imagine? seen the size of monsters. Yeah, they're big cans. Mm-hmm. They're a monster can for a monster <laughs> yeah. drink. Like I feel like I would throw up if I drank this whole thing. Okay. Or run off a building and do parkour or something. Like, I don't know. <laughs> One or the other. Do not test me. Let's try. No. That's okay, the reason okay, why fine. we're doing a sip. Right? Yeah, this <laughs> is the last day you see me alive. Oh, no. <laughs> I don't... I mean, okay, so this one is less sweet. It's mm-hmm. almost more like, and this is a stretch, cidery mm. as far as, like, um, sweetness goes. But yeah. I would not like to drink a full can of either of these either. drinks. Okay. Um, but I don't know how you do it. <laughs> right. A lot of practice, unfortunately. Do That's... you? How fast do you drink it? Oh, uh, too fast. Really? <laughs> not like no, I don't like chug them. I sip on it. Do you put a straw in the no, can? No, no. Do you that eat would, stuff you with it? Fast. Oh yeah. No, it's usually just on like, its own. A... I do feel like it would ruin whatever I'm eating with it. Like if I had like a dinner with a energy drink on the side, that sounds... pasta with a yeah, side pasta of red bull. <laughs> Ew! <laughs> that oh, sounds God. so bad. Yeah, hangover Please don't food. do that. Don't um, do that. Yeah, um, I feel like it's no different than soda, really, which kind of. I'm not a big fan of. Yeah. Are yeah. you a big soda drinker? No. It's, oh. That's why it's so weird. I don't really drink soda. Yeah, wow. it doesn't make sense. Do you have withdrawal if you don't drink this? Oh, oh absolutely. If I don't have any caffeine, like if okay. I didn't have an energy drink and did not supplement with coffee, it I would get like a headache, which is mm. just not 
good. Yeah, yeah uh, the caffeine headaches are typical. The caffeine headaches yeah. are bad. You yeah. can have the rest of mine. Oh, I'll take the rest. <laughs> that I, hey, appreciate you playing along. That's <laughs> really nice. Yeah, I mean, it, it, it's not like roofied, right? Like, I'm not going to pass out after the, drinking the an energy drink. The caffeine is, you only have It'll a just sip. You'll be okay. Yeah, you'll be energized <laughs> for a second, which actually bleeds. Mostly because we've already talked forever. I know this yeah. won't air for like a bit, but I was like, Come and find me a bandit if you don't see me. <laughs> I know, right? Wait, actually, now that the people have your, or you, they have, you have the people's attention. Do I? Where Hi. can we find you if you're not a bandit drinking monster? Like my physical self? Your physical self, your online persona, mm. your work, what you have got going on. Well, I like to go to runs on Thursdays with GFTC. Uh, we meet at 213 Stuyvesant, which is in front of a laundromat. Mm-hmm. Uh, we meet at 7 p.m. and we usually run around the neighborhood. Easy pace for anybody, literally anybody. Um, I've also biked uh, on occasion when I don't feel like running, which happens a lot. Um, <laughs> you can find me on Instagram at pingzoo dot, uh, not .com, pingzoo <laughs> with an at sign, um, <laughs> which I guess is a horrible pun that I made up in college of my name. What? Ping Zoo instead of like Z H U, it's Z O O. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I forgot that that's what it is I on like Instagram. <laughs> I don't know if I like it anymore, but it's just been too long, and I've like can't think of anything else. Zoo is also like an electronic band. Z H U. Oh, that's true. I yeah, have heard I, this. I like them. I've been asked if I like if you them. are a part of them. If I, yeah, and then <laughs> you are me. Zoo? I, I love lying, so <laughs> I don't know if you uh, be- should believe anything I've said. <laughs> I love that. Um, yeah, and then my website is just. Pingzoo.com. But is can, it Z-O-O? Or it's Z-O-O. It's Ping S-Z-O-O. Like, so it's like my zoo. Oh, I love that. Mm. It's silly. But I was also going to, I know this is yeah. wrapping up, but I wanted to ask you what your guys' first AIM screen name was. Oh my God, oh. we've done this. Yeah. Oh, sorry. No, Sweetie, tune it. in. I know. <laughs> Just Which episode question. was it on? Uh, maybe two. Shit. I think was it, it the Lenny? Been. Or maybe it was the one by ourselves. It might have been us, yeah. yeah. I think oh. it was just us. Okay, because that was the only other thing I would have like. No, this is a good question. This is a great question. Which my first screen name was Pika Pingu. Because <laughs> who doesn't like Pokemon? <laughs> oh, okay, got it. Got yeah, it, got, it, got it. I love. Um, we have similar ones, which oh, I, think, really? I think that's interesting. Should I guess it? Uh huh. Oh, um, boy. <laughs> runner. Fast X L Z B T zero zero smarter child. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Oh, uh, underscore. Maybe um, I don't know. I was did, not a runner when I was. I know on that's AIM. true. Yeah. Was it like? Did it have to do with like animals? Mm, no. Um, music. Mm, kind of. Okay. Uh, rocker chick. You're 55. right. Okay. You now we have to get you to guess this. No. The first. The first. Rocker, uh-huh. Chica. No, okay, but he's not a Chica. Chic, uh, Chico. Are we going what what else can yours? wait? You <laughs> well, both but, had Rocker in the first no, one. But. We, oh, we had some iteration of that word. <laughs> hmm. Um, Didn't we? Yeah. yeah you're right. Yeah. So we both have the same. It's the first like rock. What could be a universal rock person? Um. Um. I love this. You too. <laughs> They, you two could be argued to be one of these. Yeah. Oh, really? Wait, no. did like you have you two in your No, no, no. But it's a, it's, you two would be a. Considered a. Like, that would be our. Genre? Name. No. <laughs> they're a band. <laughs> I mean, but they're so rock, big. Rock is the genre. Like if, some, if someone is a rocker, they uh-huh. could also be. If they're be really a, good at doing the rock stuff, who could they be? Um, uh. 
I feel like You're this really is really on the spot. And this I is know. So really You're very close though. Like a rock enroller, kind of. <laughs> well, it, it might be the next thing you guess. What about like, your? Sometimes your cinnamon. parents. No, your parents do not study this. This is what I thought your parents studied. Oh. Rock star. Yeah. Oh, like the other energy drink that we did oh, not oh, drink. Oh, wow. Full circle. <laughs> wow, wow, wow. Rock star. Yeah. That was bo- rock star Timmy Turner from the Fairly That's Odd Parents. Oh, I. That actually, I do see a resemblance now with the backwards cap. I had long hair yeah. at the time. You totally do. Yeah, yeah I see. Yeah, it. Did you wish you it. had fairy godparents? Oh, that would have been sick. So sick. That show was good. It was so good. Side note. That's interesting. Do, yeah, we should watch it. I was going to say Rockabilly also, so then that would have infuriated you guys. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but what was We yours? were just edging you there. Rockstar? Um, Rockstar, but... Uh, R O W K Rauk Rauk and uh forty three. Okay, mm-hmm. interesting. I don't know why. That's so crazy that you guys both had rock stars. I know wild. it is wild, actually. Yeah, not runners, but rock stars. Yeah. Pingu. <laughs> Done. Oh man, absolutely amazing. I mean, why didn't you have rock star? Is that not? Uh, uh, we probably could have. That, I forgot that's about okay. that drink. Red Bull, Red Bull and Monster feel right for mm-hmm. like your first introduction. Okay. Those two are probably where to start. And then I, you can expand <laughs> out from there. <laughs> I would not. be surprised the day that I go to a bodega and be like, I'm going to get a Red Bull. Rock started. Mm-hmm. I'm thirsty. I'm going to have Red Bull. <laughs> don't do that. If anyone ever offers you one during your long run, I already don't feel do dizzy. Don't <laughs> I feel uh, slightly dizzy. <laughs> uh, on that note, we usually end the episode by giving our guest what we've referred uh, Is it the Tim Rossi 30? Mm-hmm. Is that what we call it? It is the Tim Rossi 30. Which is really just like 30 I, what? I went, 30 seconds. It was supposed drink? to be oh. 30 seconds, but it, it is really as long as you want because I ignored the time that we talked, as I'm doing right now. Mm-hmm. Uh, so Sasha and I are going to stop talking and whatever you mm-hmm. would like to plug at the end of the episode, feel free. Just hype yourself up. Could be AIM screen names. Could be runs you got going on. Could be New York City Marathon training. This, anything. This is truly an ambush situation because I did not have any idea what this was going to be about. Um, Sasha just sent me a photo of myself as a child <laughs> like doing a handstand on a table and was I like, did. this is so cute. And I, I was know. like, are you at my parents' house? And <laughs> when did you get there? And why are they showing you this photo? But... I don't know. I actually think that I I will spend this time talking about staying hydrated and because it's summertime and it's really hot and it's I found it's very important to continue to drink water and keep, get your electrolytes in. I've been drinking a lot of scratch water oh, and yeah. it tastes really good. The matcha flavor is amazing. Um, I'm also susceptible to migraines, so I feel like staying hydrated is really important to me and also not spinning around in silly circles because I trigger them a lot by doing that. <laughs> and I'm also a really animated person, so that's really hard for me. Um, I gave myself a migraine once by demonstrating to my friends how I slipped on a curb and like rolled onto my back. And oh, by geez. redoing that motion, I gave myself a migraine. So oh, don't do that. No. And if you do get migraines, you should take Excedrin. And uh, <laughs> I also would like to say that lactate works really well for those who are lactose intolerant. And I carry pills with me all the time, like a an old person who can't have dairy. This is the best plug I've ever heard. Um, yeah. Hydro homies, Reddit. Hydro- <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I just think like water is really important. <laughs> See a chug, send a chug. Just drink water. Just drink it. <laughs> Please. I want Dave to cut it on the hydro homies. Yeah. Shout out. <laughs> <laughs> Fast and Loose is a production of Bandit Running, recorded at Bandit HQ in Greenpoint, Brooklyn, and is the only 
podcast from Bandit Running. 